Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Happy Friday! It's a Friday! It's a Friday! I Finally got my children picked up. Nobody, nothing, nobody needs anything from me for like three days now. <laughs> I know, I feel like I'm like weirdly caught up on my stuff too. I love that I, feeling. I don't think I'm going to have to work this weekend. It's nice. very disconcerting. I'm like, what the? Like, I'm, and I'm going to leave the house. Wow! Like, this is very major. What? I should, like, stitch it on a pillow this date to remember for it all days. What are you going to do? Um, I returns. I'm being a little psycho about our new couch for our movie room. Here's the story. Okay, the couch itself is fantastic. But I got an ottoman. And then I was, like, in the, fa- in the store, I had picked out a different fabric for it. Uh-huh. And then what the couch is. And it was going to look really cool because it would, like, all float. But then they were like, oh, that that fabric is gone. We could put in another fabric. So I was like, okay, do this one, I guess. And when I got it, I just was like, I don't love it. So now I'm going to go back to the store and see, like, can I reupholster it? Or do I need to order a new ottoman? And how much is this going to cost me? And will my husband divorce me if I do it? It's wow. kind of, like, along those lines. <laughs> These are problems that I never have. It's like it's like first world problems. Like because majorly. if I don't like like something, yeah, that I've already bought, yeah, we just live with it. I just live with it. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. I really don't. I've tried so hard because I'm like, it's a expensive cow. I would only change the ottoman though, so it's a little piece of furniture. It's just yeah. a little piece. I just I I don't care enough to be worth the problem see that's what I'm trying to determine like how much do I care versus how much it's going to cost me is the math equation we're looking at here I care extremely little (laughs) like zero dollars like I'm like whatever (laughs) it's fine one dollar would be too much yeah well it's just like I don't want to have to go and like deal with people (laughs) and like talk and then like the the hassle and yeah. then, like moving this thing from here and then that, then moving that thing back. No, no. no. I'm also it's, it's, like, I'm also under yeah. like the clear understanding that it'll probably take me nine months to get the new ottoman. Well, that again, yeah, because the shipping. Just, no, I. But I'm also the sort. I don't send food back at restaurants or anything. I'm none of that. Oh, I'm just like it's it's what it is. I don't care. Well, yeah, you're Nick. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> These these things don't don't mean that much to me. <laughs> yeah, like like uh, like logically, I know this is not a big deal. And Lauren, who I actually do trust my daughter's perspective, thinks it looks fine. 
but it kind of bugs me. I'm too concrete sequential. I thought I could be funky, you guys, and do a different fabric than the rest of the couch, and I'm just not that person. I'm not a two different kind of fabric girl. I'm a everything Would have been nice girl. to have known that before you ordered the ottoman. Well, I didn't know. You're picking out fabric. You just think this looks great. Honestly, if I had gotten the fabric I wanted, like it would have looked great. But the fabric <sighs> that they gave me just doesn't quite, I don't know. Listen, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost me 500 bucks. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to live with it. Wow. I'm just trying to like determine like. Like, what's the bandwidth here? Like, I mean, that's, 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 my mom would have absolutely agreed with you. And yeah. she, was, she was very much a squeaky wheel gets grease type of yeah. person. And I'm just like, I don't know what that means. The, so. the, <laughs> the real ratio here is how much it's going to cost. And is that an acceptable fee to my husband who does not give a shit about what the fabric looks like. Less, he less does give a shit. a shit about how much money I'm going to spend. Exactly. That so, is the one area in which I will actually care. Right. Is money. So like he'll be involved in the decision making. But it also depends how much money. It's kind of like when he didn't let me get the, the um, tile that was going to cost 30 grand. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> no tile is worth I was that. like, so that's a no? It was from Italy. It was sparkly. No, nobody needs that. I didn't know it was from Italy. They kind of sprung it on me. I was just like, oh, yeah. She's like, well, I'll check the pricing for you and send you an email. I'm like, okay. And I got the email. <laughs> My God. And he's like, you reject doing math, so I'm going to do the math for you. It would cost $30,000 for us to tell this shower. And I was like, so that's a no. <laughs> he's like, leave my site. <laughs> yeah okay I, I get Nick I, I get that like, my parents were like good luck Nick <laughs> he's like yeah I'm very cute though <laughs> so I mean I like Nick to says, stick things up for all my other Nick, stuff Nick probably says that varies depending on the day <laughs> no he thinks I'm pretty hot he was just I listen for being married 16 years still pretty handsy so I feel pretty good I feel like I still have a handle on that it's just how much of my cuteness... it's just once you lose that appeal Jen right like what, that, really... you guys have no idea how much mileage that gets me so like as long as he finds me hot and attractive like for the most part it lets me do whatever the fuck I want so I just kind of need to but like we're on the edge here I might be pushing it that it's it's a very much a push it situation yeah. for me. And we still but... need to get like stools and I need a clock and it's a whole thing. So like there's still money to be spent on this basement and we're totally at the point where it's like, okay, we're tired of spending money on this basement. Like cause you so, know home projects start to feel like a black hole that just takes all the monies. No, I don't because I don't do such things. Well see, again, you just <laughs> live with it. <laughs> To get moved out of the house that you absolutely hated that made no sense like location wise for where your children actually attended schools like that took like i mean that was a solid i mean how long have we known each other so that, i've known you since season three of arrow so how long have we known each other so that went to eight five that's been off the air six seven seven years has it been seven years Something yeah. like that. Have you in my life seven years? That's so nice. Yeah. And I think it took five. I feel like it's been more than that. I feel like it's been more than that. I feel like it's been all our lives. We just didn't. No, it's been more than it. seven years because when you think about it, like, okay, I started watching Arrow during 
season two, and that was 2013. Yeah, but I didn't join fandom till season three. I know, but like I was already circling your orbit or whatever. Were you really? Because I was circling when, your when orbit. When season three began, I already like I knew who you were. I was reading your posts. Oh. So I was like, yeah, this girl's on it. I so, knew who you were, and I was like, oh my god, she's the coolest. And then and by the your end Twitter. of season three is when we had Spoiler Girl and all oh. that stuff. <laughs> Love that kid. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, that would have been 2015. You're right. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So it is seven years, you're right. It is seven years. (laughs) It just feels like 40. It feels like a lot, okay? I'm exhausting. You guys have no idea what an exhausting friendship with me can be. (laughs) It's just, we covered a lot of ground. We do cover, well, we talk every day for, what, five, six years? I have a job now, so now I can't talk to you all day, which sucks. It's a major downside to my employment. But we get to do this podcast. I know. It's really, you know what I love about our podcast? It's a mm. scheduled time to visit. <laughs> like, you I know to I'm going to get my Cali time. <laughs> Listen, y'all, we're not fancy. We just, we're just visiting with each other and we hit record. Like, it's not, like, well, that's, that was essentially <laughs> the kernel that we kicked around when we first yeah. started the podcast. We're like, talking on the phone, we're like, wouldn't it be funny if we recorded this phone conversation and then just post it and then just posted it? <laughs> Because I feel like we're saying things that people might enjoy hearing. Right, right. We're funny, we think. (laughs) Well, back then we were like actually doing like theorizing and shit. Oh, yeah, arrow shit. We were useful. Remember when that happened? Yeah. (laughs) Listen, there was a lot of stuff that we didn't hit record on. Trust me, we were wrong more often than we were right. Although, you know what, though? I feel like maybe we were right more often than we were wrong. We were right more often than we were wrong, and nobody was wrong more often than the River fandom. Fuck yeah. They were just it's it every now and then I think back and I'm I'm just aghast at how much they were wrong. Remember that apple person? That green apple? (laughs) Like that was like the this is so funny, you guys. Like if you were not in fandom at the time, this was so funny. Like, listen, we ruled the Tumblr space. Like Tumblr is a little bit dead now. Apple was also like on the IMD message boards when they still had those. I wasn't she on she was on like oh they were all over um reddit which is why I never went to reddit reddit and twitter and yeah but like tumblr was ours like we tumblr was ours they 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 grew to the place where they were like we hate tumblr yeah because we own their asses there like there were so many like there were so many Alyssa blogs we just like it was like white noise the only place they did own because we took over twitter as well yeah, we the took Twitter, The only place too. they did own was Reddit. Right. But you know what? Reddit blows. Like, in terms of, like, actually having conversations, I'm just like, this is a complete shit website, but whatever. So, yeah, we let them have Reddit. So, they go there and they bitch about how the Black Canary and Green Arrow. But, anyways, this person who we was, it was Apple. Um, <laughs> she was, like, there. I'm still not sure if it was a she or a he. I feel like I'm going to be honest. I'm going to go with she. There was there was I, some there was some some conflicting information at one point. We will just point. call them a they. And so I gave yeah. up, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah, they them, they them. We'll call them they them." So they, because <laughs> um, you know we don't technically know. We don't know. Different, so we should just like keep it neutral. Okay, we don't know. Right. So they, uh, they had like a big blog 
Like that was a, they were a big blog. As, for, as far as the rivers having blogs were. Blogs were had big. it. And like she, or they, they okay. would theorize. And it was like. Always wrong. Oh man. You want to talk about living in your own world. Holy well, shit. My favorite was like the moving of the goalposts. Kind of like, like the QAnon folks. Like, yeah, it was constantly like. Oliver is never going to be interested in Felicity. They're never right. going to date. Yes. He's never going to say he loves her. They're never going to kiss. They're never going to have sex. They're never going to get married. married. They're never going to have a baby. <laughs> it was just like constantly Dude, moving that goalpost. Right. And they were constant. I remember the sex thing. Like, if they have sex, I'm going to stop watching. So when yep. they had sex, everybody's like, are you going? Are you Later. going? Here's your bag. Here's your, here's your hat. Peace What's out. <laughs> yeah, they really, like, I got to be honest. Like, I've never seen... <laughs> a group of people hold on to their delusional beliefs for as long as they did when the show is literally telling you everything that you think is going to happen is just wrong well and it's like i can understand like during season two because yeah, nobody I, knew i wasn't who was sure in season, right. yeah i wasn't sure in season two for absolutely i but was like, like the longer that we were right about stuff by the time it came to mia being the elicity baby you mm-hmm. think they'd maybe like stand back and go you know what listen we haven't been right a lot they have in like eight years maybe they're right about this too but no 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 they were like they were absolutely sure i feel like they were so sure and i feel like you and i were like because we were hurt about emily we were in a dark place and we i just remember those conversations because we were like she has to be their kid like literally nothing else made sense but like Nothing. it was a little bit like they had gotten in there because I was like, like could they could we be that wrong at the end? You know what I mean? Does every is everything We've I never believe, been wrong? I know. I was like, is everything I believe wrong? Is kind of like, am I going to come to the conclusion of the show and like everything the show is about is just wrong? And then she's like, I'm Felicity Smoke's daughter and your sister. And I'm like, yeah. But I feel like we knew before that. I remember that was something that Mark did not spoil to me and I was like yeah no I think I don't think like we as fandom knew but I think like we I think by season eight I stopped asking him stuff because I didn't really like I think we knew but like (laughs) it's like whatever man (laughs) we didn't know but we knew he (laughs) was he had taken he was like teasing like like the final scene I forget exactly why like when that happened I was like of course because oh, I was expecting tortured, that to guys, He tortured me with it for months. Like, he had written well, it. because that's fun to do. I know. He had so much. <laughs> listen, he had a good time the last season. He messed with me a lot. Because I, I was, target. like, racking my brain trying to, like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, because he was like, oh, it came. And he said this in interviews. He was like, after it came out, he was like, oh, yeah, it came to me. And, like, I was meditating and it came to me fully formed. And that's never happened before. And I was like, what the hell would he be meditating? How would meditate? Oh, you mean the ending of the- Yeah, the last scene with all yeah. of publicity. Like he meditated that and it like just appeared to him and he just literally <laughs> he just went and wrote it. And I was like, and so I was like trying to figure out like what would he meditate that would like and I, you guys, I had no clue. I was like, what is he talking about? It never it didn't even occur to me like when she was walking. He was probably through. like thinking, like meditating and thinking like times. Now the show was ending, so like 
their last chance to do a lot of things. Like, and then what, how much was they, like, Ma- what have remember you bitched at him about the most? Remember back when he was on most? Tumblr and <laughs> he constantly had people asking him, when is Oliver going to tell Felicity yeah. about 314? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I know. <laughs> well, you gotta give the man credit. He was always like, that will be revealed well, when it's ready said, to be revealed. He didn't even promise that it would be revealed. He was like, no. if, Sometimes if he the did. circumstances he it up. comes up where it's perfect to reveal it, yeah, then I'll do it. Yeah, that's true. He did say that too. Yeah. And I was even like, even when I was watching the scene, when he said, uh, this is my mother's office, that's when I was like, oh my God. But I was like, I was I was like Felicity. I was like, what are we doing here? What's going on? What are we doing? Well, I just thought like, because they had so many memories there. I know. I was like, like, maybe like they hung out in Moyer's office. I was like, they did meet Queen Consolidated. No, not in this particular room. I honestly didn't remember in 305 that he saw her in Moyer's office. I kind of forgot about that. I actually thought that was. It was actually 314. That's right. It was 314. Yeah. I just, you know, it's, there's a lot of memories here with Alyssa and sometimes. Well, and I was just like, I don't know what I thought. I was like, oh, just like. Oliver's been reading a lot of fanfic while he's been reading, and there's a lot of boss secretary fanfic that exists. Yeah, yeah, that cracks me up. That immediately, he wanted to do a little rough with you because that's that's perfect, Callie. Like, are we gonna have sex here? Are we gonna like? What are we doing? Is there gonna be some sex? I could do some sex in the, you know. I'm like, what are you thinking, Oliver? In his like whatever paradise world, oh, there was some sex. Trust me. Yeah, no, I, what I love about it too is it's such a shippy, like, fan. Well, and there was no way they could argue with it. Like, it was such a fun, like, fans, y'all have been waiting for this, and I'm giving it to you kind of moment. Like, it was a full there was meal. There was nothing for the Rivers to No, it was, it was really take, something. Like, work around or anything. Well, because it's like the Elizabeth fandom, like we get stuff in our craw. There's a kind, but that was like really in our craw, and it was like it really bothered some people <laughs> that Felicity did not know the story. And I honestly just kind of put it to bed. I was just like, he's not I, like, I this is, honestly, this is I was, I was never one of those people. Yeah, I me never neither. Really I just was cared. like, it's like a fun. Yeah. It's like oh, Oliver and his secrets and his many layers. The onion that is Oliver, and we're just—it was just kind I of get like the little. People were like really focused on it, but I just—that was well, never me. What I loved about the scene, because God, it just shows Oliver is just such a shippy little asshole. Like, well, that too. But like, what was so great about that scene? Because season three, I gotta be honest, was just the most fun because the Laurel Lance fandom was still like thinking they had a shot. They really season did. Season three. They really thought this was going to be temporary. They thought the whole way through that they had a shot. And, like, I remember, because everybody would get nervous about stuff. And, like... It was so stupid that they got nervous. Like, Rita I wanted to understand terrified. their nerves, but I was right. like, but are you and watching the show? Like, calm down. Yeah. Like, uh, and I remember <laughs> that we knew it was going to be a flashback episode where Oliver returns to the city. Right. And it's like, Okay. Never occurred to us. Right. We're flashing back to, technically speaking, the time in which he's in love with Laurel. And it was like. Yes. The time in which he still like wants to come home to Laurel. 
Right. Because again, you have to think about the flashbacks are meeting up where we're heading, we're heading towards the premiere. And in the premiere, it was very much, he was 100% focused on Laurel. But he also, I believe, and I, 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 you know, people can argue with this, me on this if they want, but I firmly believe when he came back in the premiere, he did not have any hope of reuniting. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. It was like, I still care about Laurel. I think I'm still in love with Laurel, but there's no shot in hell that Laurel will ever. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Like, I don't think he went back with, oh, she's going to totally hook up with me now. Like, I don't think he went back with that. Right, I think he right. went back with every intention of his whole focus was making things right and right. there was a lot of people and a lot of things that fell under that umbrella and she was one of them so back to 314 also yeah. you recall so this was after the mid-season and the yeah. beginning of the season we had felicity's flashbacks where she was still at mit i love those episodes so we had no reason to expect her to show up Right. We we were very much like, well, where's Felicity? What's Felicity gonna are we gonna see Fel-? like we had no idea. And I it was just I didn't even think that we were gonna see her. I really I didn't. Thought. I really that scene yeah. was such a shock when you hear the it click was. click click of her heels. I was like, Oh, we are so elevator open and the heels came out right. Yeah. What? We're like, what? I mean, like <laughs> literally, if there was any like not that I was ever really doubting. Like for me, in season three, when they came out in in three hundred one, that conversation that Oliver has with Felicity is the mission statement of the show. I was just about to say the exact same thing. It's they almost, really just changed the like, direction of the show, right? It's almost completely. like they redid the pilot in some respects, but it's like this is what the show. We know what the show is. This is where the show has been. This is where the show is going. Everybody, and they never veered off that conversation he had with Felicity, which is why it's no. probably my favorite scene. So I, <laughs> I think, like, for me, that's solidified. You can't. And, like, a lot of the teases that Steven was doing back then when he was fun. Remember when he was fun? I, <laughs> I miss when he was fun and he fun wasn't Steve. an asshole. Fun Steve was the best. Um, he was very much like, well, kiss could just be a kiss. It might mean nothing. It might mean everything. And then, you know, he was just... Turns out it was everything. It was everything. And then he was very much like, you know, there's one woman in Oliver's life and we're, you know, he's not going to veer from that. So, like, that was all during SDCC. And he talked about this dinner conversation, like, in literally every... He, He wanted us to know that what Oliver says to Felicity during their date, that this was... This wasn't Oliver being glib. This wasn't no. him feeding a line. This wasn't right. just like a, this is how I feel for now. This right. was Oliver saying, this is my soul. This is what's in my own heart. it. Here's yeah. my heart. Yeah. And it's, it's to, you know, he, he tells her he loves her in a million different ways without actually saying I love you. But it's like, to me, that's one of the great. And I think, too, like you're coming off 223. And what I loved about Steve is he knew fans were like, was it real? I think it was because real. Well, the laurels were working hard that oh, summer. Oh, they were, yeah. Trying and, to convince us that it yes. was all just a plan and a right. ploy. Yep. And I was, I was and like, was I couldn't. Sh- and the kiss is going to yep. be fake, and the date is yep. going to be fake. fake. It's all fake. It's all fake. fake. Yep. He's just using her as bait. And I remember Emily Bet Ricards they had done. She was at Upfronts, and she uh, they interviewed her, 
And she was just like, oh, just she was so excited for that scene. But then when she saw how it ended, she was like, oh, I was just thinking, oh, the fans. Oh, no, because <laughs> it was just like, if it's not real, it's just crushing. So I think like Steve was very attuned to we were in a fragile state of mind. <laughs> and we needed to hear from somebody that it was real. And he did a very good job on press that whole He did a very good job. He was like, somebody said, and it wasn't real. And then Steve's like, or was it? Or was it? Was it real? And then like somebody asked Mark point blank. I don't know if it was then or if it was at SDCC or if it was another interview. It was then right after the, it was right after the episode aired and he answered it on Twitter. No, but there was another thing. Oh, was there? Oh, okay. Because... He Mark wanted us to be very sure where what happened in 223 wasn't a throwaway. And he even answered so much as to say, no, it was real. And like somebody asked, like, well, when did Oliver know that he was in love? And he's like, well, Oliver's obtuse, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, whatever. That's not helpful. You can still get specific. (laughs) Like, I want an episode number. You know, Oliver might not have a fucking clue, but you know, you know, you created him. So, you know, I like how you like try to dodge out of stuff like these were real people. Mark, they live in your fucking head. Just Mark, tell us what you, Mark, you know. So you tell. are Oliver. You are Felicity. You are Tiggle. You know the answers to these questions. You need to decide. Stop being a little bitch. And little tell punk. Me. You just tell me. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, for me, I was like in a major stress, just like, because like, like, because you weren't course. sure. Yeah, I well, well, like I was like screaming. It was so fun because that you know that scene was. I just love it when these scenes pop up on Twitter and we all reminisce because it was literally like heart in my throat, screaming. It when was. I, saw it. I was. I was really surprised at my reaction to it. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. But then when they did the flash, and I saw he had slipped her the vial, and she has the vial, and she's gonna. That was heartbreaking. I was devastated, you guys. I was like, are you? And, like, I got to be honest. I wasn't, like, really digging into, like, the things he said about Laurel in season two. Like, when they were, like, you know, when Lance oh, when they, they, Laurel. they slammed the door on them multiple times. Right. I was just like, because, like, they brought her back. And I was like, oh, you it's, know. It's so much easier to see in hindsight. It was so like, much. Like, of perspective. Yeah. Once, like, once Mark answered that. um No, you can wait. Just wait. Sorry. My daughter came in and had questions about laundry. Um, Yeah. Like, once Mark answered that fel- sacrificing Felicity was the unthinkable act. Then I was like, okay, I get the show. I understand the show. I understand what they're doing. And then I could like reflect back on season yes. one and season two and be like, okay. We all just had stuff, to be sure. Yeah. All the stuff I thought was going on was going on. I just was like, instead of being like 50, 50 on it, I was like, no, it's a hundred. And then I was good, but it was stressful. That was a very stressful episode for me. And I was, was in a fragile me state. Too. I was in a mood for like a couple days afterwards. Well, I because like... I think the way that I see, I, and I wasn't even reading interviews and that kind of stuff. So when I went back and read like all these articles and I was like, man, they're kind of tricky with the way they tease us. 
I was so like, tricky. This is like not the greatest, like tricky little bitches. Because I was coming from Vampire Diaries, you guys, and listen, Vampire Diaries, you are a well-fed puppy <laughs> on PR and teases and cast interviews and poster. Like it was an onslaught. Like you could with Arrow, they just always wanted just like it was like little teeny scraps. tiny tidbits like he'd pop scraps. up on tv line or pop up in comic book resources and then he had to listen to those pricks talk about after like steve would say something pro elicity they would tear it all apart honestly i think that's what you know to me the elicity fandom one of the reasons why it got so big and got started i think on tom we had to support each we other. had to support each other and there was no space in which our ideas were being talked about on any of these major websites the 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 internets the 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 news agencies the tv you know all of these even wikipedia yeah like all of these like reporters entertainment writers all of that stuff they were all super slow on the uptake none of them thought felicity was gonna be the girl none of them they all got on board with it in season three, but it was very much, oh, she's his little girl Friday and she's just going to have a crush. And I do not recall any scene, any major Not anything major. I can't think of anybody. Like once Elicity kind of was like s- substantial and the show was like, we're going this route, then everybody got on board and it became a huge thing. You know what I mean? But like just having ideas to talk about and where, you know, our perspective on the show being reflected there wasn't much I really struck and listen you guys I looked really hard for a while trying to find like is what I'm thinking crazy and then I would see like Tumblr and everybody was like no you're not crazy so I was like okay these are where this is where my people are so I will go where the people are you know Tumblr was where it was at yeah so I I think like there's a little bit of revisionist history to me like I side-eye E online I side-eye TV line oh, side we, eye. Were, we were shipping them from the start were Entertainment you Weekly. no you fucking weren't y'all were oh it's gonna be <laughs> Laurel because she's the Black Canary for a solid almost three seasons and then you were like oh he seems really like the Felicity chick <laughs> you think do you think like none of them none of them picked up on the unthinkable act none of them picked up on 223 they all thought it was a ruse they all thought oliver was lying to her none of them picked up on it so that's why the sdc thing was so fracking huge that media blitz because it was kind of like it was the arrow creators and the actors being like in case you missed it, Felicity's the girl. This is it. I'll We're never forget sitting at home that day of SDCC, like just watching Twitter. I remember we were all pressed because Emily wasn't in San Diego yet. Yeah. She was late and filming. I, I the, the the night before when they did the they did the panel for some godly reason. On Friday, on Friday which if you've ever been to SDCC, that's not like, when you do your that? big panels. No, yeah. I've never any. I've, I don't think they've ever done it since. Like, I don't know. Maybe it, it was, was. Yeah, it was Friday night. It was like five o'clock or whatever. Yeah. And they did the panel and Katie wasn't there or either Katie or or Emily. Yeah. Because they were they were filming. Yep the second episode because it yep. was also it was an early sdcc 
Yeah, it so was, it was really like, early. It was they, early. They had just barely started filming the season. They had, all they had to talk about was the first. <laughs> didn't so even really have like much of a trailer to show us. Like, no, nope, that was had pretty was quiet. The Ghoul tease. Yeah, and and that was so disappointing. It was, and I wrote like some angsty ass one shot because <laughs> I was so pissed about it. Like I was, I was legitimately upset. And then like the next day. And they're doing the press room, and I'm just like bummed because Emily is not there yet. They're like lying yep. down. Yeah, they were on Instagram with it, and it was yep. just like watching this all unfold. And then all of a sudden, somebody says, "Stephen Amell said that yeah. Felicity is the only woman in his life." Right. It was that. And, I, was and that then interview. somebody else is like, "Fuck no, he didn't say that." Where? Yeah, we were like, "Where, where did he say that?" I need video. Video. Yeah. And, and, and when the video went up, it yep. was it was all oh, fucking over. Oh my god! It was that sucker was gift in like thirteen seconds. I have never <laughs> seen an interview get ch- chopped and put I mean, graphics faster. From then than on, that, that SDCC got much better. Like literally, we <laughs> plastered that on our dashboards on Tumblr, and like it was just such a middle finger to all the Lorevers. It was just, it was just. <laughs> You're like, there's true justice it's in the world. God sister. is righteous. No, not fucking his sister. Not Laurel. <laughs> not Sarah. I really felt like there was, yeah, there was meaning and truth in the world again. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and so hard brought it to the forefront. God bless you, sir. God so, bless like, you. anybody, anybody, like, okay, if you're relatively new to the Elicity fandom, and if you ever come across <laughs> a LaRiver fan, or like a comic, a fanboy, like one of them toxic assholes. Yep, yep. Try to tell you that Elicity has always had it easy, always had everything handed to no. us, never struggled no. a day in our lives. Oh my that God. is the fucking not true. Lies. Like, if we had it easier in later seasons, it's because we earned it. <laughs> you want to talk about a groundswell, like, movement. It was really just. It was hard days out here in the hood, you know? <laughs> it was really, you know, it was so, like, the whole process, what I loved about it was so organic. Like, as the show realized how great she was and began to move in that direction, fans were, it's like we were in step with the creators and the writers, and we were, re- like, it just felt like we get you. I get yeah. you, you get us, we get each well, other. Well, it finally felt like from that SDCC on, it felt like they were looking at us, looking directly at us at our side yes. of the fandom and saying, yes. hi, we see you guys there. We see you. We know we, this is what yes. you, you want to see. And we, we want to see it too. Like, we know to- you've been waiting patiently getting well, abused by these assholes <laughs> every other day. And you're look, to me, it was really like them saying, you are right. You were right. What you yes. see is real. You were right. You were yeah. right. You were right. You were right. You were right. Yeah. Like, and to me, because there was a little bit of the when Steve did that interview, I and mean, we all flipped our shit. But even the <laughs> Lorvers on that interview, they're like, "That's just Steve. He hates Lorver. He's just promoting." Oh yeah, they they tried to do the whole. Oh, they didn't tell him to say that. That's just his opinion. So, yep. So then it became even more important when Mark, and I know we all hate him, but Andrew Kreisberg gave their interviews and they were back in Steve up 100%. Oh, yeah. In fact, I included back before Kreisberg was revealed to be a complete and total creep 
right i included in like a fan vid i made like a voiceover of christberg yes. from that sdcc talking that about one. how like if they were your friends you'd be like you would want them to date together yeah yeah so like once we had the creators of the show being like no it's felicity i mean you can't really what can you do well and, and i like we that still had apple saying they're not gonna have sex well, it's like, okay, but like, here's the thing. This is what was so crazy. It's like, oh, so they, to me, the death, the real death knell of Oliver and Laurel is 214. Like, oh, that yeah. hallway, that's, yeah. that's where they died. And and Mark in later years that was, was like, there was literally, I, I heard, I didn't hear a soundtrack. I heard nails being hammered into a coffin. Into a coffin. It was done. And <laughs> I mean, Mark said, like, we were done, they were done romantically by early season two <laughs> yeah i like i say they were dead but that was yeah. the nails in the coffin that was the in case you missed the in case time you missed of it. death and my thing is there's the funeral like listen and i was very i was pro laurel for a really long time like i really was i was like i i, I don't know feel, how you did that i know i felt like there was character potential there and I think there was, but the writers didn't want to write it because for whatever reason, they didn't like her character. I think, I think you're absolutely right. I think she did have potential, mm-hmm. but you had more faith in the writers to yes. care about that potential than I yes. did. I, I knew, I could tell that they didn't care about her. Their investment in Laurel was your investment in Laurel. And I thought yeah. their investment in Laurel was my investment of Laurel. So I will say I was wrong on that. I thought they were way more invested in Laurel than they ever were. Because I was like, oh, this will be fine. She can break out and be her own character. And it's going to be like, she'll be like a Thea. You know what I mean? That's like, what you... they should have done. But Well, and you see how well they did with taking a character who is not a superhero yet in Thea and having it be a believable arc that she ends up in a suit at the end of the year. At the so end of the why season. couldn't they ever manage that with Laurel? Right. And if you really dig down (laughs) on that answer, there's only really one conclusion is they were trying to get this story over as fast as possible, which only leads you to the next question, which is why? Because they wanted to kill her off. They just they wanted to be done with it. They were done with it. Character. They're like, she doesn't work. We're not we can't write her. It just doesn't work. They were done. So and that's also why they were okay with bringing her back as a different version of the character because then they could they didn't have to honor her particular history right with oliver all the bagel shit was over and like it was it was done it was a fresh take on laurel and it played into katie's strengths listen katie plays a bitch (laughs) really well and they just let her play a bitch yeah and I'm like, yeah, that works. works it was me. it was believable. Listen, I tell you what, the most believable Laurel ever was before she died and became mm-hmm. Earth Two Laurel mm-hmm. was that one episode in season two. I think it was two twelve, the one where she was drunk in it. Yes, and she was yep. like insulting Thea, and then she insulted Felicity, and she like, was she like, Felicity she was letting death her glare. bitch out, and I yeah, was like, there the she is. Mm-hmm. There she That's is. That's our girl. There she I is. Recognize, yep. I find welcome to the show. You finally mm-hmm. made it. The truth comes out. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that is. I think like a lot of the sweet, you know, first of all, Katie can't act 
sweet very well um it, it just, just doesn't come felt, off very genuine on her no it just really wasn't genuine on the character you're just like no nah, it's just not working but to me when you were a laurel lance fan and and you wanted oliver and laurel together the thing i could not wrap my brain around was you know you, they come back from season two or it's from season one and they have that big talk in in the first episode of season two and they basically say we wish we could go back but we can't it's acknowledging that that's what they were trying to do all year long. And that's that's one. how they 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 justify what happened in season one and right. make it able to move forward. Right. They said, like, yes, we, were, we weren't just spinning our wheels. We were trying to do something. We just didn't realize we couldn't do it. We were doing something impossible. Exactly. Yes. We we're trying to go back in the past and fix something that really can't be fixed, which is what, again, you and I were saying all along was what Oliver was trying to do. It really wasn't it wasn't about loving Laurel. It was about fixing his mistake. But what he says during that conversation is, if I could go back and do things differently, I would. Okay? So he says that to her. But then... Within a couple weeks, he's banging her sister again. Well, and also, I have to say it, the if I we could I could go back, he did go back when he was Spectre, and he rewrote oh, the yeah. universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went back and he fixed a lot of shit. But he didn't but bring he her did back. Not fix that. Why? Because he didn't want to. Yeah, I think that that to me, if that if there was ever a coffin, if that was ever a statement on how Oliver truly felt about Laurel, I mean. He's there literally so the hand many of God. Of them, but and he's like, like, you get to come back alive. You get to come back alive. You stay dead. <laughs> it's just, well, it's not even just like come back alive. It's like you get to come back alive and you get to be with the love of your life. And you get to re- be the best version of yourself. And you get to do this. Yeah. None for Gretchen Wiener's body. And I honestly you know? don't, I don't remember what the reasoning they gave in the show. I remember it being I don't pretty. I think they gave any reasoning. I think it was like, pretty oh, well, weak. Sucks to be it was hurt. pretty weak. <laughs> Wasn't making a lot of sense. I remember like Black Canary. Oh, I do remember because because uh, uh, Bitch Canary, she was upset that like, you know, season or Earth One Laurel didn't come get to come back and she was all upset about that. And it was basically like, well, we like your version better. <laughs> They're like, well, we decided it's that true. you deserve to be around. That that Laurel didn't work. This one does. Yeah, we're, we like you. We don't like her. <laughs> it was pretty much. We killed no, her I because just... we didn't like her. Like, did they need to like spell it out? Yes, for these like, I just I don't know how you stay being a fan of a show who does that stuff. Who's like, just I don't You have a, I can I can respect that Laurel was their favorite. I can't understand why they continued to watch and root for her. When it was so clear that the show did not respect her. Right. Well, I don't understand sticking around and having daddy hit you. Like, I don't get it. Like, they they were just, it's like, well, he only hits me because he loves me, children. Well, and there was also, he, he hits me now, but someday he's going to give me a lollipop. Flowers. And it's like, I'll you didn't get one. your fucking lollipop, did you? It's just <laughs> confusing to me. And it felt like a toxic choice. Like, listen, I was kind of thinking about the Supercore fandom the other day. 
Maddie brought something up to me and I was like, you know, that is another one. That is another fandom that I just feel like the show. You guys are not going to give you what you really want. treated pretty crappy because they yeah. bait them all the time. All the time. And you well, like, just like, look at Supernatural, guys. Yeah, they are really a Supernatural. Like, you can't tell me that the writers don't know what they're doing after five years of, of pulling the same shit. They of course know, they, they know exactly. And they're never going to follow through on no. it. No. So, never. Like, like, if you enjoy other aspects of the show, that's awesome. But I don't understand sticking around for that kind of well, bullshit. And I can understand people that, like, they, they stick around for their scraps and whatever. That's fine. But I, then I don't understand, like... A lot of these people go on and they take it too far. They go on diatribes against the writers, the showrunners, yeah. the other fans, the actors. And it's just like, you gotta why? Accept- yeah, you, gotta you accept- either accept reality and move on or you stay there and you don't be an asshole. Like, well, it's- yeah, you have to accept that your vision of the show is not their vision of the show and they're the ones creating the show. Like, and again, people can say, well, you're, you know, pot meat kettle. Cause I stuck around vampire diaries for eight fucking years. And, but you, there were lots of things you liked about that. There were lots so. of things I liked about it. And they kept Stefan and Elena in play the whole six seasons. Nina Dobrev was on the show that really only, they really only started to slam that door shut. Like the back half of season six, because it was, it was over. She was leaving. So, you know, it wasn't like, and they were very clear. They would have kept that going up until the very last episode. So like, to me, it's like, we're still in the game, but you know, in that area there, you know, if, they're if not the even door in the had been slammed as hard for them, yeah. it had been for Oliver and Laurel. Yeah. And it just feels, I'd almost like to me, what's wrong is them to keep baiting it. You know what I mean? Like, that's just mean. I think the writers are shitty for doing that. But on the flip side, you got to decide, well, do I really hold out hope here or do I just let it? I don't know. It's a tough call. I just, it is a really tough call. It's very hard. I can't do that. I respect the fact that people, there are people who can, who can stick with it and like have hope up until the very, very last second. They don't have their soul worn down. And don't have their soul. I don't have it. I just am like, (laughs) no, they, daddy hurt me. I I don't have the patience. I set my boundaries anymore. And once my boundaries are, are reached, that I'm gone. I'm very much like, you got to give me something. If you're going to dick me around, I'm not going to stick around. Like I remember on suits, I was fed up. I was done. With I suits. stopped with suits too. Yeah. I was done. I would not watch another season until Donna and Harvey got together. I didn't like that. That Yeah. It was being used. Oh, they like, there's a point to which you take the will they won't they too far where it actually becomes a crutch. Like, the writer doesn't think he can write the show without having that crush. And I hate that. I hate when they do like, that. Kind of like a weak-ass excuse, sir. Have a little bit more faith in your writing abilities. Or maybe you don't got it. I don't this know. Has maybe been that's the truth. a lot more Elicity-focused than I was expecting. I know. Sometimes we get on our tangents, you know. Well, and here's the other deal. I am going to make Lauren and I do some hard binging. So, well, we're going we're gonna to do some binging you know, also of some know- season two. Speaking of other TV. Yes. Yellowstone. Is it this Sunday? Yeah. Oh my God, girl. I totally, I didn't remember the exact date. And now I'm just like, 
I'm so happy. We rewatched the end of season three in it's preparation. It's so good. And so good. I'm scared. It's really fucking stressful. I, I saw mean- I saw like a website did like a ranking of like who's gonna die versus oh god i can't take it this feels like dallas all over again and they like labeled like most safe was was um kevin costner for sure because like (laughs) you you gotta have not going anywhere without the costner (laughs) yeah and they also said that beth was safe I just don't see how you because again, like Beth. if 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 not Kevin Costner, then absolutely Beth. Like Beth is they the heart of show. that show, man. It's Beth and it's Kevin Costner. And like they're like, and you know what? Casey's probably going to be okay too. Casey, I feel like I feel like Casey's the Phoebe. Like he lifts right out, but they'll probably keep us. A... <laughs> well, of well, and they brought up a good point because they want a political battle. To come down to between Jamie and Fredo. Yeah. Or not Jamie. Oh, no, yeah. Fredo. Jamie is Fredo. Jamie Fredo is Fredo. And, and I think Casey. they just need to start calling him Fredo. Just like Fredo, <laughs> Fredo and Casey, because like they gotta have to like be both going for governor or whatever. Here's the problem with the Fredo. It's like Jamie is so much more evil than Fredo was. Fredo was just stupid. Well, you know what's amazing? Speaking of Jamie. Is rewatching the the last episode. I recommend it because when I was watching it, I was like, "Holy shit!" Everything was foreshadowed like the whole episode. I'm sure we were just like told you exactly what was going to happen, and it was like it's it's it was as subtle as a jackhammer. I should have known when Rip went to go get the ring and talk to Mama. I was like, "Fuck!" It was like no. She had a conversation. No, she had a conversation with Rip, like at the beginning of the episode, where he was like, she asked him about like if he if he had killed anybody, like the previous night. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and, and he's like, something. he's like, I don't know. We don't want to talk about that. And she's like, No, we are gonna fucking talk about that because you and me, we don't do secrets with each other anymore. Yeah, no more. yeah girl, day. you go. Also, we'll marry and I can't testify against you. So it's all good, baby. So she's like, no, you're, you're going to be able to, if we're going to do this, you're going to be able to tell me everything that you do. Yeah. And we're going to be open with each other. And that's that. Yeah. And there was like, just, it was this talk about like vengeance and, and death. And I was just mm-hmm. like, oh my God. And it, like the whole episode, everybody's conversations were pointing to like, we're all gonna fucking die. We well, do you, well, I love her talk. I mean, clearly, I'm super religious, so I didn't agree with her. But she's like, she, her, she's like, you know, good and evil. She was just, I can't remember what she said, but like, yeah, it was God is the land. Sense. Yeah, like there's good and there's evil, and God's the land, and we're just this is where we're battling it out. And I'm like, that's very. It's such a best thing to say you know what i mean because like you gotta ask yourself how do they how do these characters make these little moral because otherwise then they just turn into succession and they're just (laughs) (laughs) we don't want that to happen or scandal we're like no redeeming qualities exist in any of these people anymore so you know yeah i'm very excited i'm very excited too and i'm a little scared but i'm very i'm a little scared as long as i don't kill my best i'll be fine I'll be, I'll I don't be okay know how live I'll be able to watch it because oh, it's so stressful. I might have to like wait until the next day to watch. 
I feel like you're going to be right and Beth's going to be in a coma because they got to give time for Rip to lose his fucking shit. I want to see. I I actually really want to see Rip lose his shit. I want to see Rip because like we've never really seen. He's kind of always been, you know. Well, we did like that one episode where they took Beth and they were like beating her up. Yes. Oh, which was super traumatizing. But I I also love that episode so much. It was, you guys, it was horrifying and traumatizing, but listen, it was amazing. Can I tell you? Oh. Okay, turn this off if you guys don't want spoilers. One, two, three. There, that's all you get. Okay, Rip takes, like, he he knocks down a plate glass window. He takes three bullets in the stomach, still keeps going. Like, doesn't even bond. Doesn't even, like, flinch. And then he he takes the guy's gun and he bashes his head out and then he presses, he like presses in his eyes. He crushes his skull with his bare hands. Bare hands. (laughs) I was like, Like, okay, you guys, everybody out there who's like salivating over Darkling or whatever for, you know, and all this. Yeah. He looks like a Disney prince. Why aren't you watching this? Right. He looks like a Disney prince compared to to rip i was like did he just crush his skull with his thumbs rip would go through him like tissue paper (laughs) he was like like, you're gonna die but i didn't know how he was gonna die and i was like damn like i didn't know something so completely disturbing and gross could be hot but it was was the hottest goddamn thing it was super hot he went through them like he was a fucking Sherman tank. And like it was just like pure testosterone, like a wild bull had just appeared. And, and from then on, Beth and Rip weren't like a, maybe they were a, yeah. Like Beth was like, okay, this is my man. This is my guy. We're like, you better be. Crushed I might skull. have to rewatch that scene. Crushed it his amazing. With his bare hands. I don't remember how excited I was for you to watch that episode. Oh my god, I was so scared. Listen, when Callie watches shows before you, she's worse than Mark Guggenheim. She teases things, and it's just torture. Like, you guys don't know what she did to me on Lost. Like, it was just really stressful going into things. So, like, she was teasing, like, this whole episode, and I was just, like, really stressed out. And she finally had to tell me, like, Beth's going to be okay. Because I was like, literally, I am scared to death. Like, I don't want to watch it. She's like, oh, it's super traumatizing, but you'll love it. <laughs> and I'm like, that doesn't sound like... And I was coming off, like, my Outlander shit, where it was like, I'm still, like, That's PTSD. traumatizing and you don't like it, yeah. Yeah, I was, like, ptsd <laughs> over, like, the entire, like, let's torture Jamie for an hour. Like, no, that's not entertaining. I don't want to watch that shit. So I really needed her to like talk me down. So she was like, no, it's going to be awesome. She told me that Beth was going to be okay. So like I knew, like I knew Rip was going to save Beth and I knew Beth would be okay, which is how I was able to withstand like the tension, the tension and the traumatizing scene of where they beat the crap out of Beth. And I was like, like, they beat the crap out of her, but like at no point does Beth ever stop Bething. No, she does and not. That's another break. thing that I have to like, it's amazing. I think about it and I get chills because that like, was when I was like, oh, she's one of she's she's a, one of those characters. Oh my god! <laughs> like the scene on the table where he's about to rape her, and she's like, "Go ahead, pull it out. Let me see what you got." And she's laughing. <laughs> I'm like Beth is such a fucking badass. Like there are no words. Like no, no point did she get it up. Like she totally emasculated him. Like she couldn't get it up. She was like, "You only like women who are afraid of you." And she was like, "Go ahead, blow my face off. Whatever." 
But she's like refused. she's scared, but it's not like she's casual about it. She's scared, you know what I mean? But she's just but like she's, a ball she's of not fury. Like, like some women they'll get scared and they'll like shrink back. Yeah, she just she like, gets scared and she turns into a grizzly bear. It's like a ball <laughs> of rage. She's just like a ball of fire and rage. And it's quite impressive. I gotta she be honest, the actress, she deserves an Emmy for that scene. It's pretty ridiculous Yellowstone has not gotten nominated for anything, oh but God. whatever. Yeah. That's Emmys for you. I kind of stopped caring about them. I don't really like pay attention to no, them anymore. No, me either, because they're not a very good barometer of anything. And it's not a good barometer, and it feels fucking rigged. It is. I'm, it's just rigged. Like they think who's going to be the Oscar winner. Like it's going to be, you know, it's going. Someone's going to have to really upset Catherine Stewart. Guess what, guys? It's our not Catherine Stewart, Kristen Stewart. It's Kristen Stewart. They picked her. It's going to be her. For what? For the Oscar. For because of uh yeah for Spencer for Princess Diana. Oh. I'm not saying she's not deserving of it, although I haven't seen the movie yet. But I'm just saying, like they pick the one. They pick the one, and that's going to be the one. It's just, just very anticlimactic. <laughs> like after the Golden Globe, that's how you really this, feel. I know. I'm just like whatever. So I don't. I really don't like. I kind of watch it for fashion, and then I'm kind of done. I enjoy it because I don't know. I, I grew know. up watching it. Yeah, I, I, I grew up. I don't know. It was a bigger deal to me when I was a kid because, like, that was actually how you heard about good movies. Like, keep in mind, we didn't have the internet's that you know, Kelly and I. I don't know. I just had like family memories. Like a lot of people oh, are like, nice. oh, you know, like Christmas me and my mom Easter is a big deal. It's like I remember the Oscars. Me and my mom watched it. Nobody else gave a shit in my house. <laughs> it was like an event. My mom would make dinner and Aww. it was like the one day we could eat in the family room in front of the Aww. TV. It's like her and Super Bowl. <laughs> like it was it was like a Super Bowl. And I was like, we don't get so into it. And so like when I watch it, that's kind of like why I'm watching it. Because I just have all these I love that. Yeah, these family I love memories that. with it. So it's like a lot of people are like, oh, their Oscars are so stupid. And I'm like, yes. I don't think they're stupid. I just feel like, <laughs> I don't think they're stupid. I just feel like after the actress has won literally every other award before the Oscars, are you really not going to give her the Oscar? Probably not. And same with the actor. And it's, it's fun things happen sometimes with the Oscars. The one that is fun is supporting actor. That's one. That's the one. There's can, often a lot of shake That's the one where the shenanigans and they can like, they can, there can be upsets. Although, has Glenn Close won an Oscar yet? I don't think so. We should probably give one well, to maybe her. Maybe she has. I feel yeah, like she it's definitely time. deserves one because She's, I like. I'm gonna feel bad if all she gets is a lifetime achievement award because it's kind of oh, like I know, right? That's the pity Oscar. It's like the pity Oscar. Don't give her the pity Oscar. At least give her like a. It's kind of like Denzel Washington should have won for like 15 roles before he actually won for you know what was it Training Day. Um. They should have given him for of, Philadelphia. Of shows but and people that win lots of Oscars, yeah, or awards of other kinds. I started watching Ted Lasso. Yeah, I was gonna. I saw because I was like, I was gonna tell you to watch. See, yeah, okay, guys, with Callie, you have to be careful because if you tell her to do something, she won't do it. She doesn't she's do contrary it. A little so, bit. like, I kind of was like, I told you I was watching <laughs> Ted Lasso, and you were like, yeah. I was like, okay, so I wasn't gonna push it because I was like, then she'll just dig her heels in and she won't do it. So. It's it's exactly how I do. So and I then, saw on Twitter like something about it made you laugh, and then you're because I well, agree with I you. Saw fucking, the first two episodes are kind of slow, but I we're saw fucking to... TikTok. Oh, 
and it was like in the fucking TikTok. Because somebody was like, you need to, this this scene right here is, is hilarious or something. Okay. And I was like, okay. And I saw that it was Ted Lasso, but I was like, I could have swiped and scrolled away, but I was like, <laughs> I'll watch it. And it was like a scene where it's like Roy and Keely and the little girl, I don't know her name yet. Yeah. And she had like, she was upset because some boy said that her, her breath smells. Yeah. And so like. Keely's like, let me smell. And so she she's like, oh God, just gagging and all this stuff. And Roy's like, whatever. Let me have a go. And the little girl breathed on him. And he just like his face. He just like bleached a couple times. And I was like, I was dying. And I was like, okay, I'll fucking watch Ted Lasso. So I guess that's we what were, got me. Yeah, like the first two episodes were a little slow. I think we're on five now. And we were, I was laughing for most of the episode, which is rare in comedies for me. I'm I not like it. a pill about it. I'm at season two now. So, Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm also really slow. Just ask Jen about watching comedies. Like, I, cause I always want to watch dramas first, and then my husband goes to bed at 10. So, like, I need to be more generous on the comedy side of things. Cause we're watching Community and we're watching um, Ted Lasso, and he loves comedies. So, I have to I, be a I more giving partner. How, like, he'll watch Ted Lasso, like, the other night I had it on. And so he watched. Yeah. And I just, like, tell him, like, this is what's happened. So he can keep up to date. Yeah. But I'm not waiting for him. Now I do wait for him with New Girl. And we're like making our way through New Girl. This season, I gotta say, of New Girl that we're on is like it's a drag. Which season? I don't remember the number, but I feel it's... like after I feel like after Nick and Jess broke up, it got to be it not was so it's great. after Nick and Jess broke up. It's, and we stopped um, watching. Schmidt and Cece are engaged and they're planning their wedding. I feel like the wedding is going to happen by yeah. the end of the season. I think that's about when we stopped and watching. <laughs> it's, they do the thing that I hate. That You have a couple that's really popular. You get them together. Everybody loves them. Then you break them up, right? Yep. yep. Then they're doing this, the thing where they're like, we're not dating anymore. We're still friends. And now we're going to, like, not care if this person's dating somebody else. Yeah, it's like the relationship never happened. It, it, it's it's it kind of like every now and then they'll reference it. So I'm like, you, you, I know you guys know these right. things to be a thing. It's like, like, yeah. And it they have, like, Nick, up. like, hook yeah. up with Megan Fox while Jess was on jury duty. Yeah. And she was, like, sublet. I'm like. Megan Fox subletting their 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 loft and being yeah. into Nick that doesn't seem realistic. No, <laughs> it's just sorry, Nick Miller. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no. And I just... and that Jess wouldn't be bothered by that. Okay. Yeah. I, she was I, like, I, she I agree. Came back from jury duty, she was all rooting for it, and I'm like, no, that's not. No, I, I yeah, I never got on board with that, and I just didn't find the show as funny anymore. I literally just didn't. I like I do, I do still laugh, but I'm like, I'm, I'm it's looking not forward same. to, yeah, moving on. Again, from the it's stasis. like the first three seasons, first four are the best. Yeah, first but three. we're gonna finish it. So yeah, I didn't ever finish it. I watched the last episode, but we never went back and finished it. <laughs> I just was like, oh look, Nick and Jess, you know, whatever. So and then I watched that. <laughs> Like whatever. <laughs> oh, did you watch New Amsterdam this week? I am. Fully I did. Caught up. I did want to mention that. Yes, I fully caught up. I finally watched it because, well, here's here's me. 
this morning I'm sitting there, I'm painting, I'm listening to my audiobook, and I think like something I remembered something about New Amsterdam and I was like, Oh wait, shit, it's Friday. Shit, we're probably gonna podcast. Shit, I still haven't watched this week's episode. So during lunch I watched the episode so I would be all ready. Yep. Um okay, well let's talk about Shark Wind first because that scene at the end when they're trying to decide what are we gonna call Helen? That was the sweetest goddamn little scene. It was the sweetest. It's like <sighs> a shipper's dream, that entire scene. Like and he like uh, but like they because of like I know we all don't like Georgia, but listen, I feel for Georgia. She got to do she got to carry the baby and then she freaking she like looked at the poor kid for five seconds and then she got her brains bashed out in a car crash. It's just like that sucks. And like her daughter's never gonna know her mother. Like that blows. So I think Helen really handled it well because he was like listen i get it he's all he's all for you know helen being mom but helen was like but i'm not her mom georgia was her mom she was very respectful about that which i think Mm -hmm. was and it kind of like made you know him slow his roll a little bit and (laughs) like we're like yeah we know you weren't in love with georgia we know you were in love with helen the whole time we all know it mr emotional affair but like just like take a minute have some respect you know like we don't have well to and i thought it was brain. i thought it was super sweet how he was explaining to luna yes we can't we can't call, can't call her, her mom. That, mommy because mommy's in heaven i thought that but was i liked so... i liked i liked that luna was like why not because yeah. like that shows that luna would she doesn't like know to who call georgia her is dad. yeah she really doesn't i mean and she why would she she doesn't she's never had a mommy she really hasn't. She's had a grandma. She's had a grandpa. She doesn't have a mommy. So I, I totally get him wanting to give her that. And of course, Helen is the natural, you know, conclusion to fill that role in her life. But I love that they were careful with the titles because titles, they matter. It was you know? very They're special, you know, and I love that they were like, well, let's just call her mom. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so perfect. I love it. I love, I love it. it so much with the cups. And I the love cups. it. I love like, it. All when do we over. paint Helen's cup? Because hers is looking a little plain. <laughs> I was like, we need to be taking Helen's cup to preschool. Oh, <laughs> do oh do some magic paint. Um, <laughs> so there was that. So they were really cute. I do not understand the point of Iggy's character anymore. So okay, here's the, here's my thing with Iggy, and I it's shouted like... this. I shouted this rather loudly at the television. <laughs> like, as what I was is he even doing here anymore? We got Fuentes, who I don't love Fuentes at all. Okay, nobody. No, likes she's Fuentes. awful. Nobody likes Fuentes. But she had a point because she right. says, "She <laughs> says you need to see patients because we're a hospital. That because we're patients. a hospital, and that's your fucking job." And he's like, "I can't do it. I can't do it." It's like, and and so I'm sitting here going, "Okay." You're a doctor. You're in a <laughs> hospital. You don't want to see patients. Here's what happens. You don't have a job. Right. You don't want to do your job. Call billable hours, asshat. What do you like, expect? Go do something else. Go paint. Or if you still are interested in psychology, go teach it. Teach. Go, go be a teacher go to then. Go to university and teach it. Oh, you don't, don't have to say, but you can't. 
can't stick around a hospital and not see patients. <laughs> they are not going to pay you not to do your goddamn job. There are two people, two kinds of people in hospitals. There are patients and the people who take care of the patients. Correct. And if you're not going to take care of the patients, what the fuck his husband has like the patience of a goddamn oh, saint. Can we get I don't a divorce, Roland? We it. need to find him a new man because he's well, cute and a cupcake. Like, we need to nominate nominate him for canonization or something. Something. Like, up patience with of a fucking saint. Oh, okay? oh yeah. We'll move the kids out of school. We'll sell our well, house. And here's the thing: when he was like. Then you need to resign. I'm like, my God, he's perfect. <laughs> I was like, honest to God, you are not a human being. You are literally sent from on high. He's you from God. the man. He's just because uh, he was a little like, well, sh- she has a point, honey. Why aren't you seeing patients? Like nobody can drill down what his problem is. Because even like the chick, the what's his secretary? She was like, is this all about like the wacko? And it's not. He's just like, oh, I just take all of their problems upon well, myself. I found myself getting really irritated with him when yes! when he was in his office and he's pacing around and she's like, you need to see patients. And he started like doing the panic attack thing. And I'm like, it was also you're just, such a fucking faker. Like, it was also spectacularly bad acting, which it was, it was either, either he was purposefully faking it or he's that bad of an actor. I think it's equal parts. <laughs> I don't know, man. I was not buying it, and it just made me. No, Ill. I agree. I had the exact same reaction. I'm like, what are we doing here? Oh, and I love how he sells it to Fuentes. Like, he's this amazing instructor. Like, he has no. all this knowledge to get. I'm like, get, no. like, he is literally. Okay, first of all, he, he, put, he had siblings marry each other. He's right. He's... You had siblings marry each other. We're not forgetting that. Second, <laughs> He literally is having an emotional breakdown about the way he patients patients like the way he takes the way he does therapy and he's teaching that exact same method to all of the students. Oh, get overly involved in everything is literally what he's telling them. And they're like, no, we were cool having a boundary between professional and personal. And, and Iggy's like, oh, you're not really getting to the root of it. You're really not talking about what's really important. You're not, oh, you mean they're not making the session all about them? Iggy, yeah, that's what a therapist does. Like, <laughs> I hate, like, I remember every psych professor I ever had would talk about their therapy sessions in psych class. I'm like, hi, this isn't another class for you to air your, another therapy session for you to air your bullshit. Like, keep it to your therapy session and just tell me what Freud said about X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I need to know. I don't need to know about your divorce and three children and whatever. It was every single psychologist, psychology class I took, they did that. And that's what Iggy's doing. He completely makes the whole session about his issues, which is pretty much the last thing you need to, you do as a therapist. If you're a successful one, he's, he's irritating as hell. Oh, he's just And the I don't worst. understand why I still have him on my TV. I feel very strongly, I feel comfortable now placing him in top position for the absolute worst character. And then clearly, um, Walmart Laurel, as you so fantastically call I her, did. Is, Walmart Laurel. is second. Not a big fan. Because now what? Okay, I'm confused about this endowment. So she pays off the girlfriend, so the, the girlfriend, the guy, so the girlfriend can get into, you know, residency at, you know, New Amsterdam. So now Fuentes knows about it. So Fuentes is, like, basically blackmailing her 
you know, not so subtly to give another donation. So she calls the fund dude and it like, she seems to be acting like there's not enough money. Like how difficult will it be to, to make another donation? I thought she was like a billionaire. I have no idea. So this is where I get confused. This is kind of like Max and like his never ending, um, like, programs that cost millions of dollars and they just don't talk about it. money is a <laughs> like where are we getting the money show. to pay for this stuff like i hear the thing i don't like fuentes but the woman has a point on that end everything max wants to do costs a fortune and they're a public hospital and you've got iggy not billing <laughs> yeah and then you got iggy who's just a drain on resources and i love how max like it's okay iggy you don't have to actually do your job it's and like, i'm like max. i was like no way actually he fucking does i'm 100 percent okay with fuentes firing iggy 100 <laughs> percent behind that choice absolutely that's the what that's the thing that she could do right before she leaves i mean honestly i'm waiting for iggy to get in a car wreck or something like he's my laurel like when are we gonna kill him like when is it done like, i can't believe we have him and we don't have kapoor anymore i mean honestly the whole setup of the show is kind of ridiculous like that you're gonna have a heart surgeon and a therapist and a breast cancer doctor and an internal medicine guy have them all work on a patient who like got in a car wreck. That's not how, that's not how it works. You guys like my sister's a radiologist. She doesn't know how to perform heart surgery. <laughs> like she knows stuff about the heart, but like, that's not her specialty. Like when you're going to see a heart surgeon, you don't also see the ER doctor <laughs> or like, you don't also see the breast cancer doctor. Not unless you both have heart problems and breast cancer. <laughs> So, like, every time all four of them are working on a patient where the other doctors do not have any reason to be there, I just laugh. <laughs> just like, I mean, at least on ER, they were all ER doctors. So it made yeah. sense for them to all be in the same scene together. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Grey's Anatomy, they're all surgical residents. So it made sense that they were all doing surgeries and stuff together. But I don't get <laughs> why is Iggy in a scene with Helen I don't get it and like it's very rarely related to their specialties they're just like oh I'm here to help because we're short-staffed <laughs> okay. they're short-staffed a lot but you guys are short-staffed all the time like the episode where they're all working in the ICU I was very confused I was like I've been in the ICU and I first of all I've never seen that many doctors ever Listen, always nurses if you nurses, nurses, right, nurses. a doctor shortage not that big of a deal. A nursing store shortage, that's a problem. <laughs> you live or die by your nurse. So I was like, oh, if there's a nursing shortage, I totally get it. Doctor, yeah, they can do it with one. That's <laughs> fine. So yeah, so I'm kind of waiting. It'll be, I mean, clearly we know where her Walmart Laurel story is going. She's going to find out. The girlfriend's going to find out. They're going to break up. It's going to be a thing, whatever. Can we just get back to, like, naming cups with the baby? <laughs> Can we just do the show about them? I do like, like how they're, like, so we kind of went zero to 60. Like, we went from, like, just being buddies to, they're like, mad lovers moving to London. And Max was, like, yeah. Like, I feel like we skipped some steps. <laughs> just a couple. Like, I don't know, like, dating? <laughs> Well, it's like they went from like we're best friends to like we now live together and are a family. Right. 
I'm like, I was like what? some people like most of, like the the period in which you go see movies and have a cheeseburger together lasts a little bit longer than that. But it's all but you know what? I'm fine. It's fine. He's been they went through all the one. early stages during that one night. Yeah, it was like speed dating. Only it they was. were like just speed dating each other. <laughs> like every t- new table was just the two of them, basically. Basically, so yeah, so it's good. It's still better than season three, so that's good. It's much stronger <laughs> than three. I was really getting. I was like, I'm gonna need something three. You got to give me something. They're like, we're not gonna give you anything in three until the very, very end. <laughs> Okay. Thanks. Thanks. But now I feel like I feel pretty well fed on the sharp one side of stuff. So it makes my tolerance over all the ridiculousness Isn't that much higher. Isn't that was true with Elicity too? I could put up with a Yeah, lot of we could put up with a lot of bullshit if Elicity. I feel like the bullshit bugged you more often. I was really invested in a lot of the bullshit. <laughs> well, I feel like I feel like like in retrospect, the, the like like in season five, like Elicity not being together didn't bother me the way it bothered some people in fandom. Like some people in fandom, are like acting like I can't watch this show if these two are it's crap, right? And, and I was it's like, crap. I was like, oh, did you good. watch season two live? Because <laughs> I remember that. Well, and they would all talk about season two. How season two is this amazing episode, and I'm like, okay, but we're literally, it's. Like, you have no idea what season two was like live. It was literally living for I scripts. don't think that they Nowadays, I... the, the scraps that we got from season two, everybody's like, oh, this is awesome. This is wonderful. Oh, it's like, that was all we two? fucking had, though. Like, and, it was... Yeah, an, an episode where, like, Felicity would show up once the whole yeah. episode. And Especially was... in 2B. Oh, it, it, was, was it was wretched. And, like, in retrospect, yeah, they pulled back on her, clearly, so it was a bigger shock at the end. Like, I get it now. But I was starving. And all we, we got was Sarah. Starving. It was thirsty got times. Sarah. And it was just devastating when he hooked up with Sarah. I was like, I have no idea. I was like, what the fuck is this I, show? I really feel like I should have seen it coming, but I didn't. I just felt like it was kind of like, it felt like to me, Elena going back to Matt at that point. I was like, why are we doing Matt? We have clearly defined that Stefan and Damon are, it's going to be one of them. Well, and, and it, it was hard to understand without reconciling it was a comfort choice for both of them. Well, and I know that a lot of people really had, because it's very fuzzy. That's why I wrote my thing, because everyone was like, everyone was very confused. Because I think if you asked somebody in season, in early season two, when was Oliver falling in love with Felicity, there was a clear trajectory. But then all of a sudden there, there was just like a hard, there was like a hard stop. And he just did like an about face and he's with Sarah. So I think people had a problem with, and I think it's legitimate. I think it's, it's fine to have this beef. Like it was like whiplash. Like, okay. It he really was, was like Yeah. He's like, though. okay, we thought he was in love with Laurel. Now he's, or thought he was in love with Felicity. Now he's in love with Sarah and they're going to move in together. And then literally the next episode they break up and he's in love with Felicity. Well, She's the one he wanted all along. I never, I never thought that he was in love with Sarah. Yeah, I think, and I think that too, it's kind of like, was, was Felicity ever, and when you make this comparison, I think it's easier for people, because Felicity was the driving character in her relationship with Ray, and she's so emotionally um, accessible, it was easier to see that Felicity loved Ray 
she just wasn't in love with correct and okay oliver and sarah were very much the same right they're two olivers dating so you weren't there's not a lot to go on communicatively (laughs) (laughs) there's just having sex in a bed and now we're talking about moving in together and it looked like sarah was the one who was like oh this is too fast where olive is like i'm totally all for it well and the moving in together like People sometimes make those choices when not when they're in love, you know. They well, was it was he wasn't really living anywhere at that point. He wasn't living at the mansion. He was like yeah. sitting on a cot. cot he was in searching the for a home base, and he was like, "I need to find an apartment." Hey, Sarah needs to find a place to live too. <laughs> Let's get a we place. Just move in together because we're bumping uglies, and I can't, be, you know, yeah, I can't fuck her in Laurel's apartment. I mean, I did once. It was probably in bad form. If I, I mean, he was trying to do things differently this time. Yeah, and it was just so like. I actually think, to me, it didn't really bother me that Oliver, because to me, that question, who do you love the most, he had to answer that question. And he knew the answer. I think he it didn't answer, just, like, but I think he was, I think it was, <laughs> it's like, yeah, he, again, it's the falling in love slowly and then all at once. Of course, slowly. Yes. He's realizing he loves Felicity, but that all at once moment where he's like, no, she's it. This is it. This is who I love. And it doesn't matter if I'm with her or if I'm not with her, I will love her until I die. It's that moment. And that's the clock tower for me. Like, I think he he was like, I love her, but, like, he's still going back and forth. But I can't be with her. I can't, you know, my, it's too complicated. It is very similar, but slightly different. I know you like the 106. Or no, 206. the 206. Yeah. Yeah, 206. No, I, yeah. I, I think he recognized, my read on it is that he recognized he loved her, but no, can't. X, right. X, no. Right. Can't, can't have her. That. Right. The she's the, un- she's the unattainable. From my perspective, that was more him saying, okay, so Xing out her as an option isn't going to work for me long term. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need, it was, I, I 110% believe that that was where he realized this is how to beat Slade. Yeah. I, that's where he answered the question. Right. Like he knew Well, I think he knew the answer. My my read on it is he knew the answer to the question, but that was when he knew how this to turn gonna... the answer into a legitimate yeah, a plan. Yeah, I mean she just kind of she prompted him with it because she was like, you know, you just need to outthink him. Well kind and of. also she was showing him her her utter and total faith and belief in him. And that was also kind of, he was like, she's willing to work with me on this. Well, this isn't just like me out here alone. You know, she's, she's, a, she's well, a he was, he was so alone. He, that's what he felt, you know, Thea hated him. Roy was, where the fuck Roy was, you know, it, he really was at, his mom had just died. Mm-hmm. He really was at this point where I don't think I can do this. And she was that. I'm, I'm, I'm in it. With you to the end of the line. And he's just like, yeah. 
I just, I just can't escape that light shining on him moment where, and he puts his hand on her back. Where I think that was like, definitely a done resolution. Like moment. I am never not going to be in love with this woman, and I can't Correct. hide from it. I can't I think get away a difference from it. Between, yeah, between realizing he's in love and accepting. Yeah, I kind of, yeah, exactly. I kind of like the whole, I like that the whole season is Oliver realizing he's in love. You know what I mean? Correct. Because he's slow. (laughs) It's it's Oliver really getting down to what's in his heart. Exactly. And this isn't a guy who spends a lot of time on his feelings. And what isn't in his heart in the case of Well, yeah, he doesn't think about his feelings very much. You know what I mean? So the fact that he, like, we're like, Oliver, you're clearly in love with Felicity. Oliver being slow to realize that to me doesn't mean that he loves Felicity less than Felicity loves him. Like, I think sometimes people take that as like, he didn't know right away immediately. That means that she loves him. And I'm no, 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 there are different trajectories. You can take different roads and arrive at the same conclusion as your partner. You know what I mean? He was, he was a lot more careful and guarded about it, but. Well, I think he was very, for good reason. It doesn't yeah. mean any less because it's no. still, it just actually, is deep. Well, what I love about, because we're so often the audience's felicity. In that sense, to me, we were Oliver. Because it was like, we could see it. You know, we could see all these steps. And we're just waiting for him to like, for the light to go off, you know. And I liked that they were, they really built that season slow. And yeah, they threw in the Sarah stuff. They threw in the Laurel stuff to keep you off balance, which I think they did extremely effectively. I felt off balance. So like when I look back on it, I like that there are smaller moments. And then there's kind of this one big moment that all leads to the series finale. I think it was, I think quite honestly, I think it's the most, it's one of the best executed story arcs on television that I've ever seen. That's, that is definitely one thing that season two got right. It really, it really was kind of a spectacular. Once you, once you realize the totality of what they were actually doing, it was like, whoa. And the Laurel fans complete, like, disregarding of, of what was very clearly happening is just. Yeah, I gotta be honest. Yeah, I just. I, you know what though? I can't give them too much shit about season two because I I was I was sweating it when but Laurel in found retrospect, out. Guys, come on! I know in retrospect, but like man, when when Laurel found out that he was the when he was the the arrow, I was like, fuck me, because I thought I really thought I was like, here we go, it's gonna go right back I to never this did. Oh, I was just I was really. <laughs> They had me. They had me, but good. And I was like, I'm crazy. Everything I thought I saw. And then I was like, and then when you see like, oh my God, like when you thought they were going to kiss when he was like, I have to go finish it with Slate. I literally thought they were going to have their first kiss in front of Diggle. And then there's the clock tower. And then I'm like, how is this? How is she not the one? How is this happening? It was just really... It was I, a lot. Was I can intense. tell. I'll, I'll admit when a writer got me, and they got me that time. They, they got, got me good. I was, yeah, I hook, line, and sinker. They had me the whole time. I was all over the place, but never again. <laughs> <laughs> never be caught unawares again. I will never. I was like, never again, Mark Guggenheim. I'm too smart for you now. All right. Well, we're gonna have to have another podcast to talk about our Yellowstone because it's gonna be a lot. We might just have to have a Yellowstone 
specific. Yellowstone! Because, like, oh, I just feel like we're really, it's going to be. And, like, you're in a different, oh, I have to be careful because you're in a different, um, I'm, like, not going on Twitter while it's on. Because I'm just going to watch it. But you're in a different I, time I zone. I will try to stay away from it Sunday night. I'm going to try yeah, to watch it. Yeah, don't even log. I don't, don't know log. when I'll be able to watch it is my only thing. Why? Because, like, well, because we're, we're not watching it. Like, I don't know how to watch it live. Like, how do you watch it live? Uh, what time will it be on? I have no idea. We don't have cable. So, oh, like, that's right. Well, no, you can watch it the next day. So, like, you I don't know, if, I don't know if we're going to, like, because, like, we can watch Succession on Sunday nights because HBO loads it up. Yep. But, like, I don't know. But... I have Paramount. In fact, that reminds me. I better make sure that the, it's taping. You have to hit record because I've got you TV. I can never stop saying taping. Yeah. It's we were just, raised in a different I'm time. An, I'm and... an 80s baby. It's just, I can't. <laughs> it's never going to change. I know it's recording. I know I'm an old lady. It's always going to be taping. <laughs> <laughs> What's a tape, Grandma? What's a tape, Mom? <laughs> Shut up, kids. Don't talk to me. <laughs> What's that called? Every time I think about Buffy, I think of, like, the absolute stress of taping Buffy and, like, trying to measure, like, how much tape did you have and would the tape run out? Because I was trying to keep Buffy episodes. I didn't like to tape over Buffy episodes, but I only had a certain amount of tapes. And it's like, did I have enough tape to cover the whole my know, mom would I have to change? all my children. This is really a lot. I got pretty great at determining how much tape and what how much time that equaled <laughs> recording. I was a master. And then like the tape would run out and it'd be, my like, favorite is middle. when you had it all calculated out perfect. Yes, this will fit on here. And then yep. it like recorded in like the super high quality. Yeah. So you only got half of it. You got half like, of it. Yep. Motherfuckers. Or then it's like it quits. You had to find another tape. And then you're trying to determine what Buffy episode should you tape over. It was like a seriously a Sophie's Choice moment. And you have microseconds. You have a commercial break if you're lucky to make this decision. We'd be old, folks. It was so stressful. We lived in hard times. I almost didn't want to get rid of my Buffy tapes. Like Nick made me. And because I was like, those just took so long. I invested a lot of my to time. To collect and to just have. He's like, I will literally buy you the series on fucking DVD. Just get rid of these. I'm like, that's a lot of man hours, dude. Like, I don't even have a VCR anymore. I don't even think I, I have know. a DVD I player want, anymore. I don't, have a VCR. No, I don't either. <laughs> It's like my mom, because when I went to college, um, I didn't get uh, the WB or UPN because it moved to UPN. Oh, no way. I didn't get the WB, but when it moved to UPN, Fargo had UPN. So my mom taped Buffy for me every week while I was at school. That's love, bitch. (laughs) She's like, you're not done with the show yet. I'm like, no, please tape it. (laughs) And so I would come home and I'd do like a Buffy binge. It was the best. My God, memories. Jen. Memories. These kids these days, they just don't know how good they have it. Listen, my first child was born the night that Oz and Willow broke up. Oh, my God. Okay, seriously? That breakup was death. I know. Because he cheated on her with he a female cheated werewolf. cheated on her with a werewolf. I mean, we're talking Oz here. He's like, 
he's Oz. Like it was, it was just like honestly. Alice but no, I was I crying. was literally in the hospital getting induced as oh I was watching that's that. That's like not cool, man. You're already emotional. Like that's rough. <laughs> like I could not. And I forget it. what Angel episode was on after it, but we watched that too. So oh, what happened? Uh oh my God, that's Thanksgiving. No wait, no, that's before. It was just oh, it was, was like a couple weeks before. Yeah. Oh, the I will remember you. That was over Thanksgiving. That was just fucking. That crossover was just. <laughs> but I mean, you want to talk about dedication in the hospital, getting induced. I mean, girl, and still watching mad, Buffy. I mean, listen, mad respect, mad respect. <laughs> like, how did you not lose your shit when Willow was like, "Odds, don't you love me anymore?" And he was like, "My whole life, I've never loved anything else." Like, how? So here's the thing: the, the labor pains hadn't even started yet, so oh, I was able God, to Callie. focus all my emotional output upon that. And I remember <sighs> just like. It was it was literally the Tyra Banks. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. <laughs> so it like so... that was me. I was like, I loved Oz, and he let me down. I love, and I know everybody. Everybody got on the Tara and Willow train. Oh yeah, I, they, were, they were real sweet, but it was just they like, were very sweet. But I never I shipped them Oz. as hard as Oz and Willow. There, Oz and Willow were just. I'm mocky with my monkey pants. I mean, Oz I was the fucking best. Like all of season two, he's just the best, and he's seriously the funniest character. He I was. just he I would rewind Oz scenes because like he wouldn't say much, but he would just like whenever he did speak, it, it was, was important. just hysterical. <laughs> like the episode where Buffy can hear his thoughts, I died. Like what's Oz saying? It's like super deep, and he's like brilliant, and like <laughs> it's. Just, and Seth Green is a genius comic. Like he was just the best. He it was, was just, the best. Uh, I a hoot nanny, a hot, he, chock he, full of hoot, just a little bit little of nanny. Bit of nanny. <laughs> where will go? So goes my nation. That's also everyone wants uh, to know where I got that line. It's yeah, about, it's yeah, about mine. Yeah. <laughs> oh just, man, we have well, been all over the place with this. Podcast. I know. I also like season four, like his last scene where he's remember he went patrolling with Buffy and she killed the bench because she got was mad about the roommate and he was like, "Well, you killed the bench, which is great because it was looking shifty." Oh <laughs> 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 yeah, I can do a podcast just on Oz lines. <sighs> Stupid Seth Green wanting to leave the show. That's all. That's why it happened. Did you know that they were gonna do a love triangle with Willow? Oz and the remember the, like the quarterback guy that she was tutoring in high school. No, he was going to be a major character in season four, and they were going to do the love triangle. They were going to do a whole love triangle with her. Her, I, I speak truth. You know but what? I Seth- wouldn't have minded a love triangle with him, her, and Tara. Yeah, even I if thought Willow we and Tara that like, out a little ultimately, longer. ultimately came out the champion it still would have been interesting but like oz cheating on on willow i know never i just feel like the the cheating on willow was just not possible and was not necessary for him to leave to go get the werewolf thing under control right like it wasn't necessary like he what if he just hurt somebody like that would have been that would have been absolutely enough for oz to be like i gotta i gotta leave and like break up with Willow because he's got to say, I can't make you wait for me and I'm, you shouldn't wait for me. <sighs> Why don't they let us write shit, Cal? 
understand. I would have been better at it. So disappointing. (laughs) I'm disappointed. (laughs) All right. Well, super long one for you guys today. Yeah. Prepare for your Yellowstone. It's coming at you at some point. Enjoy your weekends. Bye. Bye. this week be sure to listen next week subscribe to watch over on itunes or google play and look us up on twitter and tumblr bye Bye.